Greetings, fellow Earthlings. This is Dave with the podcast and another thing with Dave. Thanks for tuning in. I'd like to give a shout out to our listeners from out the world. We've got people in the UK, Canada, Romania, Australia, Ireland, Germany, the Netherlands, Sweden, and many more countries. 49 countries listening. Thank you very much. This is going to be a multi-part series on conspiracy theories featuring Cutting Up, Paul, Ascension T, and Professor Moneypenny from the Stereo app. Stay tuned as we get into it. Well, you know what cracks me up too, Paul, is just the whole contrarian point of view, right? Like there's some people that just cruise through stereo, not doing their own shows or anything, but just tearing down what other people are saying. And it's like, man, treat this like a radio station or like a TV. If you're not digging what you're hearing or watching, then then flip the channel and you find something that you do like. And if nobody's talking about what you want to talk about, start your own show. But don't just be and, out there trying to tear something down. And if something that you don't like, see what you can do to improve it. We'll listen. Yeah. I'm not saying don't I, leave I'll a comment. To you, I'm not a public administrator. That's not right. what I do. I went and I'm not saying to physics, not leave a comment. Engineering and aviation. I, right. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I'm not. I don't want to do any more school. And I'm a really and good I, student. I'm not and, interested. And, and I just want to. I want to clarify. I'm not telling people to not leave messages, to not question what we're saying, but do it cons- uh, constructively. Advance yeah. the conversation. Right. Don't do it in a way that's just like you know, you suck. You know, like what is and, and I'll doesn't... admit that there's many things that I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit Dave, that. Dave, you've come up. Oh, you faded for a second. I'll be the first one to admit that that there's many things I don't know. Um, and I'll, you know, as soon as I hear somebody say something that that is new information to me, I'll I'll be like, wow, uh, you know, I'll comment on that. There's no ego involved for me. I'm I'm really hungry and thirsty for information in general, right? So, and the I next don't know. Fifty I, years of our life depends on some kind of solution, because the way it's going, bro, everybody's going to be in a leper colony. Do you know what I Maybe. think the solution is? In a nutshell, is to go back to smaller towns and villages where each town and village is self-sustainable, has its own water source, grows its own food has its own economy because is the more you look for your grain to come from a thousand miles away well what could go wrong what could go wrong we just looked at how the covid totally messed up excuse i almost swore covid totally messed up the worldwide supply chain right overnight like who who saw that coming really the supply chain handled world war ii but covid took it out like wow and who knows if it was legit or if that's corporate corruption trying to, you know, charge us more for the products, right? Like, this is a whole nother topic, but all these ships are stacked up at all the harbors around the world. Why? Why can't they just unload their stuff? It's all mechanized anyway. It, you know, all the dock workers, they're not working right next to each other. They're totally socially distanced forklift driver and a crane operator they never come into contact with each other even come on what are you talking about but all these ships can't unload their stuff you know what that means that now the stores get to charge more for all that stuff huh 
It's like gasoline prices, you know, like they just happen to go up in the summertime when people drive more and they happen to go down in the wintertime when people don't drive as much. You notice that? Yeah. Manipulation. Thank you. Complete manipulation on a mass scale. This country, the history of this country says that when two or more are involved in manipulating prices, that is. A violation a of law. It's also it's, it's, a conspiracy. It's why we have antitrust legislation from what the twenties. Right. That's why they broke up that big oil thing into Central Oil, Exxon, Gulf. They broke the whole thing up because it was too. It was. It was. It was a monopoly. But they should have taken it over because you know what that did by breaking it up. They just turned it into five companies and made five times as much money. I, I don't know that, what to tell you, man. There's a whole documentary I, I recommend to everybody. It's called Plutocracy with a P. P-L-U-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y. Plutocracy, divide and rule. And it talks about the like when oil was first found and then what it did to like the East. I, I forget. I think it was found in Pennsylvania or something. Um like pencil, it was found in the U.S. So the U.S. was the first place to discover, like petroleum as we know it, um, and uh, and it documents the whole thing: the rise to power, the amount of money, and how all of a sudden this one guy is more powerful than the whole U.S. government. Right? Uh, I think it was Rockefeller, wasn't it? Standard Oil. Um, I don't think it was Rockefeller. I think it was um, another guy, Carnegie, or Carnegie or something. No, Carnegie was steel. It might have been somebody. Okay. I else. can't remember, but I do know that it ended one the of those guys. Tradition. It yeah, one of those guys. Wide because of oil. Right, and well, that was a good thing, right? Because otherwise, all the oils whales would have gone extinct. Um, and uh, I've actually seen an old oil lamp, right? Like my relatives had an old farmhouse. Yeah, you can still buy had them, oil, right? but the oil is not the whale kerosene. Oil is really, yeah. really good. What was good about whale oil is it was smokeless. It burned clean, high fat. Yeah, it's just fat. <laughs> right. Yep. Really something. Hey, much love to everybody listening. Who do we got in the house? We got Libra. Wingman, Wingman's been hanging with us for a while, man. Much love. I appreciate you, dude. Thank you. Alex with two X's. Human Sausage, that is a hilarious name. Uh, delicious. And Miss Moneypenny, Professor Moneypenny. What is going on, Professor Moneypenny? She's awesome. I'm sure everybody's awesome, but I know Professor Moneypenny. Yeah. Can we run through some of these messages, Paul? And another thing. Hey, you. Yeah. I'm enjoying all your Instagram stuff. And uh, it looks like you've got a very esteemed and intelligent gentleman next to you. Um, but bugger all that. The important stuff is what's happening in Texas. Oh, my God. It's Formula One. I'm so excited. I'm living on Texas time um, because I'm a mad Formula One freak. As you know, my two dogs are called Senna and Jensen after Ed and Senna and Jensen Button. And in fact, Jensen's actually one of the uh, commentators on Sky. So that's kind of cool. I wish I was in Texas. 
Come on, come on, give us some inside scoop. I want to know what's happening. Oh my god, I have nothing about Formula One. I have no idea, but uh, I don't know. Texas is kind of you got to be you got to be careful about wanting to be in Texas because Texas could be like a roach motel, right? Easy to enter, hard to leave sometimes. Oh, just kidding. That was a joke. Um, true in the sixties, though. Texas is still the destination spot for those trying to escape corporate taxes. And yeah, right. Trying to escape Often. state taxes, and mm-hmm. as a result, people have been moving to this Gulf Coast area in yeah. droves for several years. Joe, Joe Rogan, draining, Elon Musk. Yes, the draining of California, um, Chicago, and New York has been going on for several years, and right mm-hmm. after Trump lost, and things went south on the West Coast. Many of those people headed east, southeast, yeah. and they landed here. Word. And what yeah. it's done is you can't get a rental car. You can't hardly buy a car or a really? home or anything. Because, well, Seriously? remember, we have hundreds and hundreds of boats in our waterways waiting to be unloaded. That cannot be unloaded because there's nobody to unload them. So this is going at a snail's place. I don't know how many hundred boats, but it's way over. It's several hundred now that are waiting. In our ways. I know. I know Dave's going to look this I'm, up. Well, how no, I mentioned that waiting to be unloaded barges and boats. Thousands, with, thousands, yeah, it's, it's and thousands it, now. Okay. So a friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine, a friend of mine complained about. I hadn't heard about it. A friend of mine complained about. He lives in uh, um, in L.A. and in Laguna Beach. And he's like, the harbor's totally backed up. It's crazy. Never seen it like this in my whole life. So I'm like, what? And so I look it up. Bam, backed up. I could count in the one picture. I counted 20 major container ships, 20 of them in one photograph, right? So that means there's probably 40. And then I look and then I Google, you know, uh, port backup. And it's like Oakland port backup, San Jose port backup. San Francisco port backup, dip, 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 Louisiana, Texas, the East Coast, internationally. It's going on internationally. So why? I think we're being hustled. I think they're trying to get more money for the products because explain this to me. It's not, COVID does not affect a shipyard like it affects a grocery store, right? Like a crane operator, it works by himself way up in a crane. Uh, a, uh, uh, a forklift operator works by himself in a freaking forklift. Between those two guys, you're unloading ships, right? So, uh, and then you that's have... Actually, that's, that's not true. Well, then you need a bunch of hands to unload the containers themselves, but well, you just do it slower. You just do it slower. It's, it's, it slower. A, com- it's a complex... Have you, have you been to a waterfront lately? It's no. huge, man. Huge. Well, that's huge, what I'm saying. Huge. It should be efficient. And, and they need not. people and machines and warehouses all in coordination to move that many cargo things. Well, that's it, what the, I'm the saying. Why did staged. the stage? It's a big but, operation. Bro, I get it. I get it. But that it's not. It's not that, that COVID did it. It's just the, the cease in operations is very difficult to ramp back up. Is that's that what problem. it is? That's what I'm asking yes. is because it was operating like a finely oiled machine. All that complex stuff, all the logistics, all the storage, 
every part was working and then all of a sudden it, it all f's up what happened that's the big question right I, I, what I happened i think it's the, cease, the cessation and operation it's just it's just it's a huge machine to try to ramp back up and 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 too many people but have been think, off too many you think places just do you think places just stopped production or did they just slow production I think well, we're being hustled. Remember, when, this, this, when we start one conversation, it inevitably leads to another. You're familiar with that? Is it Sunoco? Five more. That, that, that mm. group, something corporation has got four or five letters in their name and in Taiwan. And basically, they're the world supplier. Simco, um, I think, yeah. Simco, yeah. They're the world supplier of semiconductors and, you know, for, for vehicles. Now, wow. I have a nephew that is a supply chain master. He got a supply chain management master's from oh, wow. so he University, knows Texas, University of Texas, Austin. Same place my daughter is, right? So we have all we these need him on the show. Education. No, 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 no. No, we don't. I'm kidding. Why would anyone, any group, large group like General Motors, Ford, or Mopar, allow themselves to be keyholes? We only have one source for steel, one source for chips, one source for anything. I mean, this is a supply chain management debacle. What could go wrong, right? It's a setup for disaster. That we set up for disaster. Such a thing. How did that happen? I'm hearing it takes three years to build out a facility like they have in Taiwan, and Taiwan is, I think, under siege. Like, like a steel factory. Yeah, I mean, this is not this is not well, you a, know this is not a pop up pizza place. You know, these things you know are what's up. But, to do. You know what's awesome, dude? Is is Elon Musk saw this being a problem, and he's like, "Fuck, uh, man, excuse my language." He's like, uh, he came to the realization that you know Philadelphia was founded on steel, right? And now we got nothing, and we're getting it from China. Some of it's inferior. Bop it, bop it, bop. Whatever. We're supporting them to get a product, the end product. We're giving them our ore and they're and then buying the product back. Like that's crazy. And so he built a steel factory, or not he didn't do that. He told a steel company he would support them and buy, you know, Local. exclusively from them if they opened in Texas. So he encouraged a local US steel company to open up a whole nother factory in Texas. What did that happen? For his Tesla recently. But why would he? Why would he want the steel factory in Texas? He wants it right next to his new mega plant. So that it's means right he got to ship door. the ore from from up north. The ore is not but down he's got, here. But, got but the steel comes. But the steel comes to right where he needs it for making his new trucks. Right, bam! The oh, plant is right next that to ugly him. truck. My goodness. I know it's kind of ugly, but I want one, dude. Kinda. They're fa- faster than a Ferrari. It's terrible looking. Nobody's gonna it's buy it. It's horrible. It's horrible looking. It's but ugly. It looks like it's a, but a, ugly. A, a the angle designed toy. I like the I've metal. Never, I've never liked vehicles that don't have round fender wells. I agree. Accentuate I agree. the 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 tire. At, come on, look at a 1957 Chevy. It's sexy. It's got the way. It's got the fins on the back. It's got nice rounded bumpers and uh and and around the the headlights even such attention to beauty and detail in the 50s like the late 50s vehicles right yeah. man hey let's listen to money penny she's been waiting here let's do it
You know, Dave, and another thing, you always do talk a lot of sense, but going back to uh, communities, to growing food, to swapping services and trades, it's called LETS, the local exchange trading system that began before currency, before currency was used. And you're damn right. I think we should be looking to go back to that. Absolutely. We're going to be this forced to. It's called the barter and trade system. Barter and trade. Yep. Right. Um, it's coming back slowly but surely. Um, now a new thing in our in our vocabulary is what's called regenerative farming, which is crazy because that's what all farming used to be, right? Yeah, um, seven-year cycle. That's right. We call things organic produce or conventional produce, right? And that's crazy. Once again, our language has been stolen and we've been brainwashed. Conventional produce is has only been around since after World War II, and it's proven, well, maybe before that, but, you know, 100 years at most, and it's proven totally destructive. It's what called caused the Dust Bowl. Um, there's less uh, nutrients per calorie in our current food than there was in the older food. And organic, it's a myth. Organic, you can actually produce more food per acre because part of the component is you're feeding the soil. You're not depleting it. You're not feeding it a bunch of chemicals. You're actually composting. And you're, you know, when you harvest a plant and you take with the fruit, you chop up the rest of the plant and you just bury it or leave it on the top of the soil and microbes flourish. And the main thing that a lot of people don't understand is we exist because of on average four inches of topsoil on average, including deserts worldwide. There's four inches of topsoil. We're lucky enough in the U.S. to have places that have three and six feet of it, but we build houses on it. It's sacrilege. We, this should be holy land, right? Like, oh my God, the almighty topsoil. This can provide us with the, the nutrients that keep us alive. Most people don't get that. And, and we instead of- We had an episode about that. Remember the Dust Bowl? Right. Thank you. And we we're getting ready for another one. All over. We're well, getting ready for another one is what Texas. I'm saying. Yeah. There's going yeah. to be another one. And uh, mark my words. And, it, and it, we can change that, though. And, and everybody can have a little hand in it, right? Like, even if you don't have room to grow food or whatever, you could take a shovel, dig it one foot deep, and bury your green kitchen scraps, your vegetable kitchen scraps. And what you'll be doing is feeding worms and microbes, you know, the essential things that, that keep our soil alive. Because if the soil is not alive, then it cannot sustain life. A lot of people don't understand that. They think you just put a chemical on the soil and it helps the plant grow. No, soil is alive. It's full of billions and billions. Healthy soil has billions of microbes in every square inch. Yeah, what you're saying makes too much sense. But, you know, like I said, it's the dumbing down. And people think food just comes from the store. You know, no. rice just comes hey. from your big mouth. These rights were earned with blood, sweat, tears, and time. It is not something you give yeah. up easily because some right. Joe gets on a, you know, on a program and says he's going to save you. It just it doesn't work like that. We used to all anyway. demand. We used to all demand room to grow our vegetables. Now none of us even ask. Most of us, if you even have room, don't even use it for that. Some people have a lawn 
where they could have a, a really productive either you know vegetable garden or five or six fruit trees you could even have a lawn and fruit trees but we're in this brand, we're in this mindset of like, oh, I want to get a nice Japanese maple. Well, how much is that? How much food is that going to produce for you and your family and your neighborhood and the food bank down the street? Right? Like you get one apple tree, man, you're going to have so many apples that you're giving them away. Right? And so now we get to a place of abundance instead of scarcity. It's just a mindset switch, right? You can't, you can't be afraid. You can't have, you can't be in the mindset of fear and love at the same time. You have to choose one. So if you're, if you're going to be afraid, you can't think in a loving way because you're reacting, you're reacting. Everybody's trying to get you. But if you come from a place of love and deep understanding and, and, and trying to see the best in people, then people can't make you afraid. Now you're bulletproof, man. Right? tell you what somebody told me months ago i'm insulted by your intellect sir we have messages (laughs) so the reason the cargo ships are sitting out in the harbors globally because i'm in the uk and we have the same sort of thing in a smaller fashion because we're much smaller in fact a lot smaller anyway back to the thing they can't unload the cargo tankers the cargo ships because they don't have the truck drivers and the space to store. So as soon as they come into port, they have to ensure there are the same amount of trucks ready to take all the uh, cargo off immediately. In fact, um, that's what we've been told. Maybe you've been told something different. So I understand that. But once again, where are all the truck drivers that used to be there? It's a a full-blown pause in supply chain management that most of us don't get to see. I said this last year, that if they didn't get this thing fixed, get this, get a hold of the C-19 problem, that the damage would be permanent if it didn't happen before the end of the first quarter of 2021. And here we are. Permanent well, damage. You can't well, and I've heard a con... Yeah, it just it's been going. Yeah. They paused this thing for too long, and the damage. Well, is I heard not a, permanent. I heard a couple economists like Richard Wolf is a really well-rounded, really well, really well-renowned economists that I like to listen to a lot. Right, Richard Wolf, yeah. and he was saying that if COVID went on much longer, it could have ended society as we know it. Like it could have been the the quote-unquote reason for the fall of our society. There you go. Same thing on crack. I, I mean, this this is really going on too long. Um, was it necessary? Um, people seem to want to demonize Fauci and others. I think these people. I don't know this, but I think he was just getting just paid the best they can. Just doing the no, best he they was could, getting paid. You know? He was. Now, he, he he's always paid, been. I've just... heard that allegation too. Yeah, but that's yeah. his job. Are you talking about his no. investments? But you know, you know, it's proven now that he was working with the Wuhan Institute of Virology yes. to, to develop yes, this, right? Those, you know, but that I this, know all of those guys work together worldwide. They always have been. Right. But to create a, but they're basically trying to create a weapon. And then somehow it either got away from them or uh-huh. 
they they released it on us on purpose. Maybe, who knows, right? We'll never know. Another we'll never know. theory. Yeah, There's no, one for you. But, ima- but imagine this. Look at it. Who's it taken out? Oh, it's it's taken out the prison population the worst. Older people the worst. Well, who was going to really be taxing the system? We've heard like, oh, my God, Social Security is going to implode because, oh, right. Well, imagine that. Huh. I'm just saying it's a possibility. That this was all designed. Right, it's a possibility. I'm not saying that's the truth. It is. I'm just saying it is a possibility. Now, should we ignore your assertion? Absolutely not. Well, and here's what I'm saying: don't, don't, don't put me in a box because I got both of my vaccines. I'm double jabbed. Okay, so I'm not. Yeah, I got both of mine too. I'm gonna do. I'm I'm, I I I did Moderna. Yeah, Uh, I don't. I did the Pfizer. Pfizer the next time. I'm not doing the next one. The I'm good. I'm not doing the next one. Um, well, but you know, I'm good. Uh, that, that's I did my two. Yet. Well, but in I did my year, two. You I'm know what? I, about in a but year, for, you wouldn't do it. But no, hell no, never, ever, 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 ever again. I did. I signed <laughs> okay. up, and I did. I did the like getting the line for the Nazi camp shit, and I excuse my language again. I apologize, but I felt like I was being forced. The only reason I did it, bro, my mom's eighty. And I was ta- I'm taking care of her because she's not doing that great. Yeah, she was. She was worried about her, and I was worried about her. I was worried I about coming into contact old, with somebody and then bringing it to her. Cruise, man. At eighty, she yeah. should be on a cruise with her husband or her sisters. Yeah, people, but she's in a low income. I'm retired. She's in a, recently. She's, and this she's is, in this a low is income this place. Is what I got to do. I stay in the house. What kind of life is this, man? I know, bro. This is crap. Let me hear Chelsea real quick. She's been waiting a while. Another thing about the soil, um, it's really not full of microbes. The soil itself is actually full of bugs. Well, but the bu- the microbes feed the bugs. So it's, it's micro and macro, right? Um, what I learned recently is that it's not uh, that trees, trees and, and uh, mycelia, what mycelia is so mycelia transfers the 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 iron ore the nickel the 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 elements in the soil transfers it to available nutrients that the plant can absorb so it's mushrooms and plants working in harmony with each other pretty fascinating the more you learn the more you want to learn man um there's this guy paul stamens s-t-a m-e-n-t-s from uh washington state and he's basically the mushroom guru and he says that mushrooms came from an asteroid and landed here and were one of the first things that did started breaking down the rock to create soil to allow for the first tree to grow okay so now i'm offended because that's science and science is nothing but a bunch of guesses that's true. <laughs> you remember that? True. Remember that earlier? It's true. Money Penny, welcome to the panel. Let me play your messages. I have sent you a couple of messages. Have they disappeared? Oh, I hope not. So yeah, it's an obvious question. What has happened in the UK? We've lost over fifty thousand truck drivers 
initially it was blamed on Brexit as we lost, uh, or we left Europe, sorry. And uh, as a result, a lot of our European drivers who were no longer able to live in the UK with the same sort of uh, benefits and, and taxation and whatever left, and they went back to Europe. But in reality, it's not that so much. It's more to do with the fact that uh, a lot of truck drivers um, do not want to be vaccinated and the companies they work for have mandated it. So they've left that job and gone for another. There's also the theory that a lot of them were furloughed, spent a lot of time at home on pretty much, you know, 50% of, of what was a fairly average pay, but they enjoyed so much having time with their families and friends and home time that they don't want to go back to work. So what do you think? I, I think, think the second the makes too. more sense. Yes, I think yes. either hey, thing thanks, possible. Guys. It, it can't What's be, up, Miss Moneypenny? It can't be Brexit because it's worldwide, Penny. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it's Brexit. It can't be that. It's Brexit British doesn't propaganda, though. The British the like to have that does. as an excuse. But your second point does make sense to me, and here's why. Now, trucking is a horrible job. You go away for at, at least a day at a time if not multiple days, and you're sleeping in the back of your truck, right? No, so, no, no, that's not true, man. That's, that's, for some people. There's plenty of, there's plenty of day trips. You only talk about OTRs, over-the-road guys. These, I'm, these I'm guys saying ah, before, the I but, believe but with day because you can't a... stop and have a wee-wee because you're not allowed to unless you've been vaccinated now. You can't just go into a cafe and use the toilets. The truckers are saying that they don't have the ability to work the long hours because every four hours they have to come off for a break legally and then they're not allowed to stop, <clears throat> excuse me, and have a break because they're not allowed into restaurants, cafes and truck stops in the UK if they're not vaccinated. They can't even go and urinate. They can't use the facilities. Well, no, every truck driver has to have a pee bottle. Come on. I drove Uber and that's <laughs> mandatory equipment is you got to have a wide mouth bottle to be able to go. Because that's just in San Francisco, nobody lets you use the bathroom unless you buy something. So, yeah, and then they'll be like, oh, sorry. Or something, don't you? And you want to just sit down and have a little rest and get out of your cabin for a little while. But Is then you know what they the say law? in San Francisco? Sorry, the bathroom's out of order. They'll lie to you and they'll say, oh, it's out of order because that's against the law, man. Like, well, but listen, but homeless people go in there and they shoot up and sometimes they die in there. So it's better off to just not even know. Hell no, it's locked. Nobody, nope. And this, and this is truth. Um, wow. My friend worked at, my friend is the children's librarian at the main library in San Francisco. And he has found three dead people in the library. And he got jabbed by a needle that somebody, instead of throwing it in the garbage, they put it in the paper towel dispenser. So he goes to get a paper towel after he washed his hand. And he jabs himself with a needle. And he's like, oh, my God, this is San Francisco. Yeah. I, I could have just gotten that. AIDS. Right? We had all that going on in the 80s and the 90s during the crack epidemic down here. Straight up. Um, yeah. This is, that's just it, sad, man. It's sad. This is right now, though. This is right now in San Francisco. Right now. It's really sad. It hurts my heart. Yeah. I've heard about but, that. Um, anyway, Paul, it's but, lovely to meet you. But, but, nice but back you. to... All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth. <laughs>